What's going on, thinkers? It's your boy, DeVille DI Thoughts by DeVille DI Podcast. And I know y'all like, DeVille, DeVille, what's really going on? What's really popping? What's really happening in these streets, man? You have not dropped us a story. You have not dropped us a growing up DeVille in a good little minute. Relax. I'm going to give you one. Just a little breakdown, man. I've been on vacation, spending a lot of time with my chick, my, my daughter, and, uh, you know, just kind of relaxing and took a little break and just kind of focused on giving you the interviews that I had. Matter of fact, if you haven't, go back and listen to my last interview with Jordan and Josh Mitchell from uh, YGN Productions. They're filmmakers. They're young filmmakers. They have a film that's yet to be released called Last Chance. Uh, dope interview, dope group of people. I also got an interview in with the actors, for the actors from the movie that hasn't been released yet. But you can go back and listen to the interview that I did with Jordan and Je- uh, Josh. Um, like I say, great people, man. Um, so, in the midst of all this uh, uh, um, COVID-19 mess that was going on, I hadn't really been dropping any of my social culture commentary because the majority of what's being talked about now is is related to that, and I'm not really feeling that, you know what I mean? So I decided it was time. It was time for me to get back to the Growing Up the Ville D.I. Today's episode of Growing Up the Ville D.I., Bad Neighbors, because me and my brother were probably some of the worst neighbors that you ever would encounter. So get, sit back, relax, let's get in the way, way, long time ago machine, and go back to the days. So, I know everybody remembers when they first left the nest. When you was that little baby baby bird, you was your mama's baby bird, you was your daddy's baby bird, and you decided to venture out in the world for the first time. Mine happened as I was 19. I had just got back from Virginia. So I get back from Virginia, and I'm, I'm going to my old neighborhood, and I'm looking for everybody. And they're like, they're at the apartment. I find some of my friends, and they're like, they're at the apartment. I'm like, the apartment? What apartment? So I come to find out that, because I hadn't talked to my brother in a while. Um, so I come to find out that my brother's aunt had moved out of her apartment and you know she was a, a, a professor she was a college professor so she had paid up the rent for maybe i think like six months but she moved after like three after two or three months she moved and she just left that part she just left that apartment vacant but my brother had the key so i go over there and we start hanging out there it was kind of like just to hang out um you know it wasn't really any furniture or anything and there was like two beds i think and that was the only furniture in the apartment but we turned it into like a hangout it was like a bando that wasn't really a bando because there was still a whole legit lease 
on the building and you know utilities and whatnot was paid up for it so we stayed out there for a while that was our first taste of kind of a independence but it was more like a clubhouse kind of thing so then my brother hits me up one day and he was like guess what guess what and i'm like what what's happening my guy tell me so he tells me that auntie is moving again she's moving again and she's done the same thing at this place she's paid up the lease for like six months but she's leaving but this time she left majority of the furniture in the house um she left majority of the furniture in the house there was couches there was two bedrooms with beds and stuff in it so we had the apartment and me and my brother and his girlfriend pretty much moved in you know we moved in we took over the apartment light bill was paid up rent was paid up phone bill was paid up so we just basically had a free apartment so it was like we had a lot of good times a lot of wild times in there and i'm just building you up telling you the story of how, what led to us getting our own place so we move into this place and like i say it's this is at first it's just me and him and his girlfriend but it ended up being like the the the, uh, the island of lost boys <laughs> And this was a, a nice apartment. This wasn't no rinky-dink apartment. This was one of those apartments with the privacy gate that you need to have the code. You got to call up to get in the gate. That was the first time I had ever seen an apartment that actually had a gate in the front. I bullshit you not. That was my first time. So, <laughs> story time. Inside the story time. I'm going to tell you all a quick story about Just to give you all an idea the type of neighbors that we were. These bad neighbors. So, one day... We're all over there and we're chilling and me and my brother's chilling and his girlfriend and one of her friends come over. So we're in there and we're partaking in some extracurricular activities, I'll put it like that. But his girlfriend's friend didn't really partake in extracurricular activities the way we partook in extracurricular activities. So we're, we're all in there, we're getting busy, we're having a good time. Then all of a sudden, boom, she just like, drops off the bed onto the floor and she's like under the bed and everybody looks around at each other me and my bro we look at each other then we look over at my bro's girl and was like what the fuck and she's like she's under the bed so she's under the bed she asks her like why are you under the bed and she's just like down there just giggling and laughing so this goes on for maybe i don't know five ten minutes maybe maybe a little longer i don't know but she was on that bed she was on the floor for a while so she started asking for the phone she gets the phone answer you know calls her boyfriend she calls her boyfriend and she's like i need you to come get me i need you to come get me before it's too late so once again me and my bro we look at each other then we look at this girl we're like what the fuck what the fuck is she talking about so then it's his his, his his girl looks at me and she's like, you know what he means. Well, you know what she means by it before it's too late. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what it means. Or at least we're just assuming, folks. But either way, she's telling me, you need to come get me before it's too late. So, little time goes by. We're still kicking and we're doing our extracurricular activities. And then, boom knock on the door no he calls first we get the call because he can't get in the gate 
gets the call, we buzz him in the gate. Now, whole time, no, we ain't even gonna do it like that. We buzz him in the gate. Whole time, he doesn't know whose house he's coming to. He's just talked to his girl and he's coming to get a pick her up. So, next thing we know, knock on the door. So I get up, uh, cause you know, we're in my brother's room. So him and his girl kind of laying on the bed. You know how when you're just chilling in the room, they're just kind of laying on the bed. She's on the floor, like damn near still under the bed. And I'm sitting on a, I'm sitting in a chair on the other side. So I get up and I go, I open the door. Now when I open the door, the look on this man's face was just complete, total shock. He had no idea where he was going, but he definitely didn't expect to be open the door and be looking in the face of me and all of my dreads and gold teeth. Cause see, me and Buddy, we knew each other. We all went to school together. We knew each other. He definitely wasn't expecting for me to be there in the first place. So I open the door and he looks at me and he asks for her by her name, like, you know, is she here? And so I'm like, like I said, this time I've been happy. I've been indulging in party favors and festivities for a minute. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro. <clears throat> she back in the room. And he said, what? <laughs> His face went, you know, expressionless. He says, what? I said, she's back there in the bedroom. And I saw this look on this man's face. A look that I've never seen on a man's face before. When you see a black man start to lose the color in his face. When you see a black man standing there with this expressionless, empty look in his face. Because now what he's thinking is, number one, why the hell is she over here with you? And number two, why the hell is she in the bedroom of all places? So, <laughs> I tell Buddy, I'm like, hey, come, yeah, come on in, come in. And so then he's kind of like, oh, all right. So he comes in. We walk through the apartment, get to the bedroom. Doors already open. So we walk in, and he walks in, and he sees my brother. He sees my brother's girl, and his girl's on the floor. So now he's like, breath, you know what I mean, sigh of relief. Nothing's going on in here. He goes over there. He talks trash to her or whatever you know because she's over there she's smacked she's over there smacked get your stupid ass up let's go you know how you do it it's a playful thing but you know it's get your dumb ass up let's go so he gathers up his girl and they leave they leave but then it, it <laughs> that wasn't even the wildest of it like there was another time <laughs> there was no I'm not even good should I tell that story I'm not even gonna tell that story, but I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna tell that story. But there was another time that, that we had a my brother's birthday party, right? The same apartment complex. We had my brother's birthday, and you know what I mean. We have uh, 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 we tell people to come over like everybody, you know, bring something, right? So I bring a bottle of what was it? It was something inexpensive, something cheap looking like Palma Sun or something like that. I think it was like Palma Sun, the big bottle. But we get there and we realize nobody brought anything. I'm the only person that brought a bottle or anything. So I'm pissed. I'm more pissed than my brother's pissed. And I say, you know, 
nobody drinks none of this until my brother's dr drunk. You know, basically he gets to drink as much of this as he wants. Nobody touches this. So we chilling and one of the other homies come over. And he's loud, he's talking real reckless. And you know, I'm gonna drink that blood. I'm like, no, 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 you're not. Nobody drinks this till Brody gets his drinks. So I'm outside, I'm talking to a chick. And what does he do? He comes out there, picks up the bottle, opens it and starts drinking it. So now we got to scrap, right? We got to scrap, we got to go. Because I said it, if I said it a motherfucking minute. So we got to strap. We got to scrap, but we have enough sense to know, me and my brother, we're not going to fight in this nice apartment complex because they are going to call the law on us. So we went to the neighborhood where we hung out at. We all, everybody, the whole party jumps in the car, drives to the neighborhood, and we get there. Epic. He's in one car. I'm in another car. He parks at one side of the street. I jump, I park on a, a, a down the road from him and we jump out and we're running towards each other. And then we just collide and we, we collide, we going at it, we going hammers. And this is not no knockdown, drag out type of fight. No, this is an epic Dragon Ball Z style. Goku versus Vegeta, we going hammers. I'm talking about we. crazy but we do our little scrap we got a little scrap in and then you know it's pretty much just over we go back to the we go back to the neighborhood we're chilling uh well we go back to the apartment and they he doesn't come back he comes back later and he still wants to fight but we end up scrapping uh squashing it whatever and then like i say from that point that's when it is it, it just we hung out there until the lease was up then we move out. So, but at this, by now, we've spent like four to six months in these apartments. You know, us, 19 years, 19, 20 something year old, us. Um, was I 19? No, 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 I'm not 19. Was I? Yeah, like 19, 20 year olds. We're up in here, 19 years old, we're, we're in these apartments away from our parents, away from any type of adult supervision. And now we've got a taste of it. So we want more. We want more. So we decide we're going to go out. We're going to get our own place. So we just kind of got a newspaper. This was back when people still got newspapers. We got a newspaper and we went through newspaper looking at places. And we realized that there was a listing um, in a neighborhood where that we liked or that we were familiar with and we went and got this apartment now apartments back then I'm not apartment we got a house actually and this is in South Georgia in the 90s early 2000s no this is like 2001 yeah like probably 2000 2001 so at that time this this was a, this little rinky dink a bando trap house looking house that we got it was like 375 a month 
You know what I mean? But, you know, like I said, this this is in the 2000 or something like that, down in South Georgia, you know, down in Valdosta, Georgia. So that was like, it was nothing, but the house wasn't nothing either. This wasn't like this was a nice house we were moving in. This was like some uh, slumlord type shit, but we it was going to be ours. So we went down. We fill out the paperwork, boom, boom, boom. We move in the house, me, my brother, and his girl. We move in this house, and now we're living in this house together. This is my first experience uh, um, on my own out like this. <laughs> and it is also the reason why I've never lived with anybody since then, you know, other than living with, you know, uh, someone I was in a relationship with. After that, I never lived with anybody else. Well, I did one more time. But it was my brother again. But it was a different set of circumstances. But this is why I'm totally against and don't like living with people. So we end up with two, two, count them, two off the child, off, off the wall, just just weirdo style, <laughs> weirdo style roommates, right? So the first one, we we gonna call him. The first one we gonna call, let's call him Miami. We gonna call him Miami. Now Miami was one of the homies. He was from the neighborhood. We grew up together. I'm talking about like, like junior high grew up together. So what happened was one day we're in the neighborhood. We're chilling. He's he's over there and he already really doesn't has been kicked out of his mom's place and he's staying with like his grandma. And we're in the neighborhood one day, and these other two dudes come through that uh, they just moved in the neighborhood. And see, my neighborhood, there was, I'm not going to say like it was a gang neighborhood, but there were gang members in the neighborhood. And these two guys and one, a couple of my friends, a couple of people in my neighborhood was in this gang. And one day, uh, Miami and one of the new guys uh, got into it. They were about the same age, so they get into it, and, 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 and Miami was never really, at this point in life, he wasn't no punk, but he wasn't really the type of guy who was just out looking for no smoke either, so he wasn't even really trying to rumble like that, but the young boy just kept pressing him, so young boy keeps pressing me, keeps pressing me. <clears throat> So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm over on the porch. I'm kicking it, rapping with somebody, probably talking to some chick or something, because that was kind of what I was always somewhere running my mouth back at this time in my life. <clears throat> my fault. And um, so I just hear about like, ooh. So what has happened is Miami has grabbed young boy, slammed him, boom. And then double tapped him on the head with the Timberland boot. Pop, pop. Double tapped him. I'm talking about pop, pop. Stomped his head into the asphalt twice. Pom, pom. With the Timberland boot. Dribbled his head like a basketball with the Timberland boot is what I'm trying to tell you. Young boy's out. So now everybody's like, oh, snap. This is bad. This is real bad. So, um... People like call the ambulance, call the ambulance. So Miami, he takes off running. Ambulance comes, checked on young boy. 
he just kind of like he had a concussion. He didn't split his head open or nothing like that. He didn't bust his head, but he had like a concussion or whatever. And um, so he gets they get him up and they take him to the house. Now everybody's like, we see um, we see him later. We see Miami kind of circles back through later because like I say, he don't really got nowhere to go. This happens like three doors down from his grandma's house. So he don't really even have nowhere to go. He just kind of ran off into the neighborhood. He comes back a little later and finds out that the young boy's cousin, who was in the gang too, was looking for him because he's pissed because young boy done got his head stomped in. So when he finds that out, he jumps in the car. My brother pulls through and he's like, I ain't got no time for this. So he's like, tells my bro, you know, hey, let me get a ride or whatever. So he jumps in. Miami jumps in the car. My brother, they take off. So whatever, whatever. Time goes by. We chilling. I go home. I get to the house. And I look up. Who's in the house? Miami. Miami's on the couch. He's chilling. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Why are you here? But I'm not tripping because, like I say, this is my homie. We grew up together. I just wasn't expecting him to be there when I got there. So we chilling. We doing what we doing. Then it's a knock on the door. Open the door. It's young boy, young boy's cousin, and the other homie from the hood. Yeah. So they want to see Miami. And they trying to come in the house. And I'm like, whoa, 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 not happening. You're not coming up in here with that. You're not coming in here with that. I say, look, if Miami wants to come out and y'all go in the backyard or y'all go down the road and throw hands, it's whatever. But y'all not coming up in here. I'm not violating my house. This is my house. So then my partner, he got upset because he like, how you going to take his side and protect him? Yada, 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 yada. And I'm like, well, how you gonna bring these dudes to my house? Because, see, these dudes, while we were cool, they weren't my homies. They weren't my bros. They weren't my friends. We knew each other. But how are you, my boy, my dog, gonna bring these bammers to my front door with some beef? So... Young boy's cousin, he was already like, you know, I ain't, you know, disrespect you. I was like that, yada, yada. Send him outside. I'm like, cool. But he wouldn't come outside. Miami wouldn't come outside. So I'm like, he ain't coming outside. He ain't coming outside. Y'all just going to have to catch him elsewhere. So me and my homie, we had a little words, whatever. But we was, we homies. So we was able to work it out. And we didn't leave there and tight about it or, or had no it will. We were still kind of angry at each other, but we still was able to be friends and we were able to work through that problem because at the end of the day, it was, you know, it was, we acknowledged that, you know, shouldn't happen like that as far as with you, with him bringing these other guys to my house like that. But we were cool. It wasn't no, never no beef between us. It was just one of them riffs. So, <clears throat> did nothing here in the island. Of Lost Boy. So I'm thinking Miami's just gonna chill for the day. But this day turns into another day and another day 
and another day. I don't even know how long Miami end up staying. This is the same guy <clears throat> that I told y'all about who I let borrow my car and he didn't have license and he was riding around playing the music with stupid loud with my with all the bass, all the speakers and amps I had in the trunk. He was riding around beating it out and had to jump out of the car and left my car at the gas station. This is the same dude. Right, so <clears throat> it was just irritating. I come home, he's sitting on the couch with you know, little little uh uh basketball shorts on and no shirt and shit and he just he has no room. I have a room. My brother has a room. My brother and his girl, they have a room. And he's just always in the living room. You know how irritating it is when there's someone always in your living room, especially when that person does not live there. So you can't even come home from work and get comfortable in your living room because they're in the spot you want to be in. Comfortable as shit. And it's just, <laughs> I couldn't stand it. But I'm going to tell you what really pushed me past the point with my boy. Miami. One day we get to, um, we decide we're gonna go out. Me and my bro and a couple more people, whatever. We we decide we're gonna go out, right? So we like, cool, let's do it. Boom, boom, boom. But Miami, he don't go. He stays at the house. So we go out, we party, him. we have a good time. We come back to the crib, right? Come back to the crib. We get in there, and I smell bacon. I smell bacon. You know that smell that bacon leaves just hanging in the air. So I'm like, damn, bro, you made some bacon? He's like, yeah. And so I know that the only bacon in the house was my bacon because my mom had dropped me off some groceries. So I'm like, you know, I ain't tripping off of it. I'm thinking to myself, damn, I would like to partake in some bacon too. So I go in the kitchen, boom, I open the fridge, I'm looking for the bacon. I don't see no bacon. I'm looking for the bacon. I don't see no bacon. So I'm like, damn, what the hell? <clears throat> I look over, trash can, and there lies the bacon package in the trash can. Oh my God. I go back into the living room. <clears throat> I say, Miami. Um. Did you eat all this bacon? And he's like, yeah, man, I was hungry. Because, see, my brother had left him some party favors there while we went to the club. So he done sat there and partake in these party favors and got hungry. I say, give us some Miami. You didn't make no grits, no eggs, or nothing, huh? No, nah, man, just straight bacon. I was just in here going in. Just straight bacon. I said, what? He said, yeah. This Bama done sat here and ate a pound of damn bacon. No sides, no grits, no eggs, no bread, no biscuits. Just a whole damn pound of bacon. This man done sat here and just ate a whole damn pound of bacon. I was mad as hell. But then... Just as soon as, just, just as abruptly as Miami showed up, Miami left. I was at work one day, and Miami's dad came in from Miami. <laughs> and, you know, they party hard for a daytime-type party hard. 
and then they they left and i didn't have to deal with miami anymore next time i saw miami it was years later he was just coming home from prison but that was not that was the first but it was not the last member of the Isle of Misfit boys that I had to deal with while me and my brother had this house. This is why I won't live with anybody now. So, we had this other friend. We're gonna call this friend uh, New York. I don't know if he was from New York, but he used to act like he was from New York. So, <clears throat> this was a friend I met through my brother and we were cool. He had stayed, even stayed at my mom's house a couple of times when he was going through some things. And um, so uh, it wasn't really a big deal when my brother said he was going to come kick it with us for a minute. But see, we didn't know how long that minute was going to be. We just get hit up. and Now, he left. He left town abruptly. He was down military kid. He was a military kid. You know, his father just one day up and left and just left him and his brother. His brother, I think, moved in with like an aunt or something. And he left to go stay with another aunt. So, months later, he we just get a call. Like, like when this dude left, he was staying at my house. And he had this old raggedy, raggedy I think, like Sentra. Nissan Sentra or something like that. <laughs> And one day it just stopped cranking. And we couldn't get do nothing with it. He didn't have no money to get it fixed or nothing. So he ended up like busting all the windows out of it and calling and reporting that there was a abandoned car in the yard. Somebody abandoned a car and beat it up in the yard. So a tow truck, junkyard, whatever, came and picked it up. And that was before prior to him leaving. So he left. So we get a call and it's like, um... He's coming back. Like, okay, cool. First he came back to visit once. Was driving like a Volvo or whatever. Then he left. He said he'll be back in a little while. So we get a call. He's coming back. Uh, I think my brother picked him up. If I'm not mistaken, he got dropped off. Either way, he's at the out. <clears throat> the homie. So it's like, cool. We didn't realize at the time he didn't have anywhere to go either. So, he's, now I got a new dude, not just a, <laughs> I got a new dude on my couch, in no way. Now, what we didn't know, man, is that New York had developed some strange and interesting habits when he got back. Now, first of all, this dude, this dude, this was, a, <laughs> he wasn't, <laughs> he was, he was a funny looking dude. He's a funny looking dude, skinny dude, real skinny dude. Big round head, big bulging eyes. He kind of looks like Eddie Griffin. Kind of reminds me of Eddie Griffin a little bit. So, he used to do weird things like he smoked a black and mild. But he smoked this black and mild to the point where he was just smoking plastic. And we look at him like, bro, what the hell? I mean, I, mean, I know you don't got no bread. I know you're doing bad right now, but why are you smoking this black and mild? To the freaking plastic, it stinks. 
but that wasn't even the worst of it. He just sit around and like stare off into space. And then he mumbled something to himself and just get up and like walk out of the room. He had nowhere to go because this was a two bedroom house. Two bedroom, one bath. So there's two bedrooms, one bath, kitchen. That's it. So all he could do was get up and literally like walk through the hall into the kitchen or into the bathroom and then back into there where everybody was. He just started. I'm like, this dude is losing it. I'm talking to my brother like, he going to have to stop acting like that if he don't stay here, bro. Like, this isn't going to work. He would also make tacos with no taco meat. Yeah. He would cook eggs. He would fry eggs, put the eggs in the taco shells, and eat eggs in taco shells. Strange, right? Yeah. He would take bread, just regular sandwich bread, or light bread as we call it in the South, and he would take this bread and he would ball it up. He'd ball up this bread, turn on the stove, grease, heat up grease, ball up this bread, and just put the bread in the grease. Fry the bread, eat the bread, just bread. Now, we normally had something to eat in the house. We didn't have, you know, our cupboards was not bare. But he was just going to eat like the weirdest shit. And do the weirdest shit. It was, it was, I don't know, man. I don't know. But this is like I said, this is our first venture out into the world. Bad neighbors. We're still bad neighbors. Because every day is like a party at this house. Even when Miami was there. Even when it was New York was there. It was just always a bunch of people there. We used to do wild stuff like because it was our house, we were there. I remember times we like just pour beer on the floor because we'd be like, "This is my house." Just pour beer on the floor. That's how we was acting. Ignorant. We were twenty. We were nineteen, twenty years old. Our frontal lobe was not fully developed yet. We were just boys being boys, right? We pour we pour beer on the floor. We bust up blunts. That was back when you had blunts, not cigarillos. You had blunts big Philly blunts and you bust them open and dump them out and we just dump them out on the floor and be like I'll clean that up later so bust a blunt dump it on the floor all type of eating and shit I remember the screen door fell off the back that wasn't our fault but what was our fault when we decided to shoot this glass screen door with BB guns and we, <laughs> yeah we did that we did all types of goofy stuff at this house man but this was our first venture out but eventually you know that got old and i moved out we both moved out i had to move back into mom's crib and at this time mom's standing in staying in a trailer so i moved double wide jump to i think it's called double wide. it was a big trailer it was like it was nice but i had to end back <clears throat> i don't want to make it seem like i'm on some eight mile b rabbit type trailer park thing this was like these trailers was like houses. So I moved in back in with my mom, set the trailer, and I stayed there. Yeah, I stayed there. I didn't move back out again until I left and left moved um, to where I live now, to the area that I live in now. So yeah, <clears throat> that was just that was just us. A couple of my bad neighbor stories, man. I hope that y'all found these stories interesting and they you know they lighten up today. 
in the midst of all of this uh, uncertainty that we're living in right now, make sure that you go back and check out the episode that I did with Josh and Jordan Mitchell, uh, YGM Productions, Last Chance, the movie. It's coming soon, sooner than you think. Hopefully, if they can get around COVID-19 and get this move, these film festivals start open back up and they can start the process of, of releasing that film, man. Great kids. Make sure y'all stay tuned. I'm not sure when we're going to release the actor's uh, interview. Could be this week. Could be a couple weeks from now. I don't know. I don't know. I got to talk to them and see what they, we're going to work it out. How we're going to work that out when they want that release. Trying to do it in conjunction with when their trailers are going to be released and so on and so forth. And, um, yeah, that's it, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. As always, I love each and every last one of y'all. Uh, remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Because either way, you made a difference. And we out of here, man. Peace.